are Central Connected. We are on the road. It is the first podcast of 2023. I am joined once again by uh, our Director of Marketing and Economic Development, Michael Bellapani. Hey! And of course, I'm your media specialist, Justin Jaggers. And like I said, we're on the road. We're at Youth Tour. We're in Jackson, Mississippi. And we're joined by DeAnthony Claiborne. Hello. Say hi. And Megan Brewer. Hi. So real quick, introduce your, yourselves. Uh, tell us what, what school you go to, uh, what got you in the Youth Tour. We're already being, we're coaching each other on how we're, who's going to talk first. I can see all that. So yeah, it's all good. That's all right. So introduce yourselves real quick. Um, my name is DeAnthony Claiborne. I'm from Olive Branch High School in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Um, Keep going. You good? Oh, um, I do band. I'm in like service clubs, like interact, NHS, in my math honor society. I've got to ask because I, I, there was an interact club when I was in high school years and years ago. What does interact club do? Um, we do different community service projects for like anything that we needed. Stuff like 5Ks, special needs, health. Cool. And Megan? Um, I'm Megan Brewer. I go to Marshall Academy. It's my first year there, so all I really have is beta clubs and softball. But I plan on joining more clubs next year. So in your first year you're doing softball and band, right? No. No, what'd you say? What'd you say? I'm sorry. Beta club? Beta club, I'm sorry. We are outside of Club 152 right now. There's a lot of music playing through here. So, um, so you guys were selected uh, one of two of 13 uh, people that we've interviewed for Youth Tour, and you guys got to come down here. Tell us about your week so far. Um, this week is a lot more fun than I expected it to be. You, you My first thing that is like a lot more business stuff, but it really just kind of brings fun into learning. Yeah. Right. I wasn't expecting it to have as much activities as we did. I thought it was going to be more sit-in lectures, but as you can tell, there's a party going on outside right now. So that was really fun. And I'm really, I was really excited to meet more people around Mississippi that I didn't know. Well, let's take it back to, to where this all started. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about how uh, y'all came to apply for this program. What kind of piqued your interest and made you want to do it and the process uh, how, how, how did y'all go about getting qualified for this program? Um, so it started with like a meeting with all the juniors in my class. And like um, Michael came and talked to us about like what it is. And what piqued my interest is that like I'm already doing a lot of leadership um, Clubs. It's okay. All right, so a bunch of people just dressed as hippies just walked right by us. I think that kind of threw off the train of thought. <laughs> uh, not involved with our group. Yeah, not, not, not affiliated with uh, But, um, yeah, I was getting involved in, like, a lot of leadership type of organizations in, like, my district. And I also had some friends that did it the year before, so I was like, this sounds like fun, so I decided to try it out. Good. Well, Megan, tell us tell us about the process. So, we had to fill out an application, and they asked some personal questions about us, like our names, before we went to, and if we were in any activities. And then we had to write an essay about what a cooperative was and what it was to us. And I'm, I don't really know. I kind of wrote it in one night, if we're being honest. But I think it sounded pretty good. You so did well enough to make it? I, went, I made well enough to make it. And... I had the girl that did it before, Ava Rogers. I had her read it, and she liked it, and she really helped pique my interest in it as well. That's good. So just to kind of recap, the idea was to get y'all as high school juniors to learn about electric cooperatives. 
through an essay contest, and then we graded those, and y'all scored well enough for us to come back and interview the top 10% of the essays that were submitted. And the interview process, was that a scary one? Um, I thought it was going to be scary, and I was nervous leading up to it. But as and as then I walked in. Right. Because I was one of the interviewers. Right, right. So yeah. And then when I got in there, I, I kind of relaxed, I felt like. And once it was over, I was like, we're done. I wanted more questions. Like, I actually really enjoyed it. D'Anthony, what did you think about the interview process? Um, yeah. yeah. Sitting, we had to sit outside our room before we went in. So we were just talking, like, how nervous we were. But once we actually did get in there... Um, the interviewers did make it feel more relaxed and chill. We turned out to be too intimidating. You got to you got to spend a few days with us. So uh, we we brought you down here uh, to to do uh, leadership exercises and learning about yourselves and learning about each other and, and and all this stuff. And then you got to meet with your legislators this morning for breakfast, tour the Capitol. Um, what am I missing here? We had a magician. We had, yes, and that's what's so funny. It's like we explained to you guys the magic show and y'all. So let me ask you, we, we, we kind of prepped you for this. We had a meeting and like, okay, this is what you're going to be doing. This is the agenda. And we said magic show. What goes through your head as a 17-year-old when you hear that? <laughs> I mean, you just kind of think of like what is shown on TV of a magic show. <laughs> and what happened versus what happened here today. It was really fun. It <laughs> It was an experience for sure. Okay. It was like it was like magic show slash comedian act. Yeah. It was, there you go. It was really it was fun. Dorian Lachance is our uh, uh, magician that he's been doing this for how many years now? Oh, he's he's been with us for gosh, I can't even count. I mean, we, we a decade or two. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then what happened, Megan? I see you're wearing some flair. Oh, y'all are yeah, yes, then, yes, your flair. So after the magic show, was it Miss Chris? Yeah, uh, Miss Lydia and Miss Chris. Uh, Miss Lydia and Miss Chris came in, and they had these bags with a bunch of headbands, sunglasses, and beads that said USA or had something to do with America, red, white, and blue. And they had poppers, and everyone started popping confetti. And they were kind of just like, woo, anything us up. And then she's like, okay, right, I'm going to tell you all about Washington, D.C. And the slideshow was actually pretty, like, interesting for me. Like, I know I'm excited to go to Washington now, for sure. Yeah. Have you guys been before? No, I haven't. I used to live right outside there, so oh, okay. the first since baby to sixth grade year. So I'm excited to go back and see old sites. And this, the, and the reason why we did this, and we've never had the opportunity to do this and celebrate the DC trip during the workshop, is because this is the first time in the history of this program that every student here, every one of the 83 students, or however many we have this year, from across the state of Mississippi, are getting getting to go to DC. Uh, not everyone went in the past, and we're going to celebrate that. So we wanted to do that and bring everybody together and kind of give you some tips and let you know what to expect. But more or less is a pep rally for our state because we're going up there with 48 other states, and we're going to uh, have uh, participate in activities with kids from across those states. And each one of us have an opportunity to cheer for our state while we're there. And uh, that was just kind of a mini pep rally and a, a look into that. So. And, and before that, we, we, we took it was a three-year hiatus yeah. because of COVID, um, so we did not get to go. And so it's, it's very exciting. And so um, what would you be most excited to see in D.C. each of you guys? Um, I don't know. I would just feel like being there, especially since I haven't been there, is just going to be fun enough. Okay. 
What about I, you, Megan? I think I'll be very nostalgic, so I'm very excited for that. And then the National, the museum, National Museum, whatever it is. I'm excited for the butterfly. <laughs> I don't know if we get to do it, but I hope we do the butterfly, the butterfly exhibit where you get to go in with the stuff. Do we get to do that? Huh? And you have them land on you. That's so. The agenda is still being worked up right now, and nothing is set in stone. But we well, will definitely that pass has that my along. vote. Okay. All right. Shh. Well, so we're going to wrap this up real quick with y'all so you can get back in and have fun with your friends now, uh, which now you have 83 or some odd <laughs> friends from across the state. Tell me what your favorite part of the youth workshop here in Jackson has been. Um, I would say, like you said, the 83 different friends that you make. You come here thinking like you're going to be an oddball, but people will come up and talk to you and you will know. and you will know just about everyone by the time you leave. Cool. I enjoyed meeting new people, but I really enjoyed talking to legislators. And you, like, because you think of politicians as these, like, big, scary men or women or just, like, very, they're very hated on, but you, you really see that they're real people and they have families and jobs. Mm-hmm. And they're part of the community, so. Yeah, and they're serving. They're actually giving up of their time and uh, of their incomes a lot of times and spending time away from their family to service. So it really humanizes that uh, aspect of it. So thank y'all very much. Yeah, and, and one last question. So what piece of advice would you give to somebody that might be considering youth tour or youth leadership workshop next year for the 2024 year? Um, I would just say be yourself. Don't try to make yourself someone else because you're scared because you're going to find a friend no matter what. Megan? To put yourself out there because there are people looking at you and they're going to, there's, everyone here is a leader, but if you can stand out as a leader, then it'll be good for you and it helps you make more friends. Thanks. All right, well, thank you guys so much. We'll let you get back to the party and we will be right back with uh, the leaders of youth leadership. Yes. Thank you. All right, and after a brief intermission, we are back with new guests. Yes. We're still outside the club, although you still hear like the beat in the background, the <laughs> slide going on back there. We are joined by the Vice President of Communications from Electric Cooperatives of Mississippi, Lydia Walters. Hello. Thank you for and, having me. And Chaos Coordinator, Chris <laughs> Alexander. It's my new title. <laughs> I love it. I'm here for it. What is your real title, actually? It is Member Services Coordinator. So it's so that's, 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 that's too vague. Chaos Coordinator. Yeah. Yeah. Much With more what specific. what you guys go through, because yeah. this is your second year in charge of Youth Tour right. uh, and Youth Leadership Workshop. So tell us how this starts. Like, how, like, way back when... Right. When when John Youth Tour was small You know, it, it's a great story actually. Um, Lyndon B. Johnson is the reason that the youth program exists. In the mid nineteen fifties, he was speaking to a group of electric cooperative leaders in Texas, and he said to them, The greatest thing you can do for rural America is show Um, the youth of rural America about their democracy. And so co-op leaders in Texas said, well, hey, we can do that. And so they started sending students to Washington, D.C. 
Fast forward 30 years to the mid-1980s, and Mississippi said, hey, we can send kids to Washington, D.C. So around 1986, 1987, we sent our first students. Um, it was a very small group to D.C., and we've been sending students for the last 36 years, except for, unfortunately, our two COVID-related Three, three years. But three years, yeah, I guess, three. we missed because of COVID. Uh, but we have been, this is our second year to be back fully in action because if you can hear the beat dropping behind me then um you know (laughs) exactly by dj james uh we are fully yeah Yeah. there we go that's his new time (laughs) that's exactly right so um so i think it's a great history i think we're still living true to that mission i mean we took the kids to the state capitol today we're going to show them the their uh u.s capitol when we go to dc in june so it's a little bit of history excellent so um you know, from a statewide standpoint, there's a lot of coordination that goes into this workshop, Chris. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about the workshop, the framework of it, and then the logistics of putting sure. all this stuff together. Sure. Because Just we, the one week that you actually work Right. On I mean, here. last week I decided, oh, oh, is that next week? I said, no, no, no. That's not what happened at all. Literally the week after workshop last year, I came back to the office and hit the ground running. Um, we have a, a nine-member team um, at Statewide, and everyone has a hand in it. It's what It's really kind of one of my favorite things about um, youth leadership is everyone has a crucial part and everybody pitches in. And, and yes, the, like because you're, you're coordinating social media, uh, an app, um, video, uh, photos. Absolutely. Meals. Logistics. 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 Yes. Lots and lots of moving Lots parts. of counting. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it, you really learn how to count to 84. 84 <laughs> right? I think we're at 82, I think, yeah. is 82. where we are okay. yes. right now. Okay. Yeah. Which, I mean, it's just, it's a walk in the park, right? It's just, you know. Yeah, yeah easy peasy. Yeah. Like you said, last week I decided to throw it together. Well, no, I, must, I must say, you, y'all make it look like Absolutely. it is seamless. It, it really does. So, behind Thank the you. scenes, it, it may feel chaotic, but it, it's not. It, it's all well-planned and well under control. So, I commend you both on doing that. And it, well, and it takes a team. Y'all have a great communications Absolutely. team. We do. Statewide. And we all care about these kids, and we want to give them the best experience possible. Uh, while they're here absolutely and i'm gonna steal something chris always says and you're right our team um does an amazing job but chris says something all the time and i think it she said you know i think our number one job is just trick them into learning and so i think what makes this program great and i think the reason that our students love it so much is because they're having fun all along the way but we are teaching them leadership skills we're teaching them about their state democracy we're teaching them about um, the history of our country and i mean it's just a fun way to do it and and um you know i said this to them earlier tonight they got to have a sense of adventure because they don't necessarily know what's next around the corner chris does because she created all the chaos but uh, the, but the students don't necessarily know um, what's going to happen but I think that's part of the fun too yeah and and y'all do a really great job of tricking them into learning and I'm gonna say lunch today was a perfect example of that right tell us a little bit about what happened at lunch today that maybe it was surprised them (laughs) right well, yeah, sure. We, well, um, I, I'm not sure whose idea it was. I think it might have been Michael's idea. <laughs> Last year we were having a communications meeting and we were kind of throwing around different ideas and maybe changing some things up. And I think it was on the table maybe to take our fancy lunch off the agenda. And uh, Michael said, you know what we should do is bring in someone who's an etiquette expert and teach them how to have a fancy lunch. So we actually had Mandy Stanley come in today and um, talk for at least 30, maybe 40 mm-hmm. minutes about yeah which fork you're supposed to do and 
I learned and what, happens what to when do you drop with your fork. Yes, yes, yes. I, I learned a lot, but um, uh, about napkin etiquette, lots of things I didn't know that I was supposed to be doing with my napkin. With the, so. I, I, I learned about the ghost today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I didn't know heard that. It, yeah. I didn't know it was a ghost either. Yeah. I didn't know about that. <laughs> But, uh, and I mean, and you, you think about it, we're going to take a bunch of 17-year-olds to, to, to do this etiquette lesson. This is going to go over so well. <laughs> they responded so well to they, it. They did. And I love the fact that she ended it with how to do a proper handshake. Mm-hmm. And I happened to be sitting at a table with a bunch of guys. There was like five or six guys mm-hmm. at my table. They were all into it. They were standing up. They were practicing like their firm handshake, but not too hard of a handshake. I mean, like they really mm-hmm. took it serious. And you think about that. These are really life skills that they will use the rest of their lives. It is. It's going to be in some, some, something they remember. For the rest yeah. Of their lives yeah. I agree. We were, one of the students we talked to earlier on the podcast was saying like, oh, I thought there was going to be lectures and classes. And it's like, no, no. We threw them straight in the fire and they like had to meet new people and, and draw their spirit animal. And, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, exactly. Right. Trickle into learning. Exactly. That's true. That's one thing I love. What you just said is what I love about this program is that they do not sit in a chair. And when we go to parents meetings and we, Chris and I do that a lot, and we explain to them, this is all interactive. It's going to be a lot of fun. And they just don't understand. No. I mean, they don't have a sense of what they're be doing and when they get there and they realize they're up moving and they're interacting with other students and they're challenging other students i mean it i think it really makes an impact on mm-hmm. them and i i think it's a lot of fun for them too yeah well there's a lot more fun to come because we are as soon as y'all pack up from here preparing right. to go to dc in june so yes, yes. um can you tease us a little bit about what they're going to experience while they're there i know yeah. We had a pep rally just a little while ago, yes. which we talked about with our students mm-hmm. earlier. So right. um, they don't know this, but if they watch the podcast, maybe they'll learn because they wanted to know where they're going to go. Right. Do you want me to talk about it or you want to? You, you go right ahead. I don't, I'll say too much. <laughs> okay. Okay. So a little tease. A little tease. <laughs> um, so for the first time in a long time, we're going to do a boat cruise on Sunday night. So we're super excited about that. Um, uh, with, we, what, three other states? With, I think six other states. Okay, several other states. Several yeah. other states. We have the whole boat. Um, we are going to watch a Major League Baseball game. Pretty fired up about that. Um, we're going to visit with our uh, state representatives and state um, senators. That was something that we kind of didn't get to do a lot of last yeah. year. We did get to see our senators, but we didn't couldn't tour the Capitol. The Capitol still wasn't open, so we get to do some of those things. Um, gosh, what else? I mean, it's... It's a whole lot of fun. We have tell them about basically all the museums that you want to see. Yes. We're going to squeeze into oh, yeah. the time that we have. Right, exactly. So we'll we'll visit several of the Smithsonian's. We're trying to get tickets to the um, African American History, which is a really difficult it ticket is. to get. Yeah. Um, and so we're working on that right now. So we've got our fingers crossed on that. It's not for sure yet. Um, we have tickets to Holocaust Museum. We're going to the um, International Spy Museum, which is one of my favorites. That was that was a cool one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So and then of course we see all of the memorials all, um, all the monuments we see um, we're going to visit Arlington National Cemetery on a tram this year thank so, goodness yeah exactly I, I, and you get to go I don't get to go this year you get to go the year that Riding in that style. 20,000 steps just got t- taken off exactly, the table. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So for the chaperones they really like right. that the kids yeah. do too yeah, they, yeah. so um, but anyway that's just kind of well, a touch of what we're going to get to do. We'll be up there as a state, 82 strong, plus plus uh, advisors that will be there. Right. Um, 
and we're having to break this up into two weeks as I understand it, but in right. those two weeks, electric cooperatives from across the country will be sending roughly how many students? 1,800 to 2,000 students um, from across the country. Texas sends the most at a little over 200. Um, I think, I don't know exactly, but I think we rank about probably fifth or sixth out of 40 states in the nation that participate on the number of students that we send. So kudos to our Mississippi co-ops for really supporting. All under one roof, too. All under one, right, exactly. <laughs> And so there's, they're going to be split over two weeks this year. And then starting in 2024, we're going to a hotel that can actually house all 1,800 to 2,000 of us at one time. So Super. And, loud. and it's, it's, fully, it's very unique because it's fully funded by the electric cooperatives right. in Mississippi and across the country. Um, and it's an investment in our future leaders. Absolutely. This is yes. We're not out there playing. We're actually teaching and learning and building our youth for the future, as FDR used to say. So Right. Absolutely. Um, thank you yeah. for all the work that y'all do. Absolutely. Yeah. So one last question. What bit of advice would you give to somebody that might be interested in going in 2024? What would you say, Chris? advice? Um, I would say definitely apply to, to participate. Um, and, and when you do, just be yourself. Be that's a part of the chaos. So, that's right. <laughs> right. Come right. with us. Come with us. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Um, I think applies definitely. I mean, I think it's a little thing, but I mean, a lot of kids won't step out there and do anything that they really don't know and understand. And so, I mean, that's a big step for them to to enter the program. I think the other part of it is, and I said this to kids on the very first night: you get out of it what you put into mm-hmm. it. Absolutely. And I think that's the the biggest piece of advice is just take it all in, you know, experience it and learn from it. Yeah. Well, thank you both again. As a member co-op of the Electric Co-ops of Mississippi. Uh, we appreciate all the work that you've done to Thank invest you. in our kids and um, make this a fun experience, not only for them, but for us as advisors. So, and um, if you are interested, if you're listening at home and want to and, and want to see what this is all about and, and, and see the social media, what are the hashtags? What are the, the accounts that they need to follow? Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm pulling them off the top of my head. So our um, Facebook page is ECM Youth Leaders. Um, our Instagram is MS Youth Leaders, I believe. Yeah. And then our hashtags are hashtag MSC for cooperatives, L for leaders, P. No. Why? No. CYL. CYL. I do so that close. one wrong every time. So close. And then the national program has two. Um, it's hashtag YTDC. Mm-hmm. And then also um, YT23. But if you follow the Electric Cooperatives of Mississippi Facebook page, you'll see all the social media, you'll see all the hashtags. Um, Go and kind of go down the rabbit hole and look at this. Uh, For any of the kids out there, um, talk to your uh, members of your Electric Cooperative, the the staff members, Mm -hmm. and especially your school counselors, because that's how we get the the word out about this program is talking with the school counselors. Right. And we'll be back again in the fall, uh, August, September, to start recruiting the next year's class. Right. And so, yeah, follow us at uh, North Central Electric Cooperative on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, YouTube, Podbean, Stitcher. We're some other places, I think, too. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> Everywhere. So find us there. Uh, we will be back in the studio next week, hopefully, with some updates on North Central Connect and safety and community events. Speaking of which, we do have one event to plug. It's uh, the uh, the spring soiree for Northwest. Yeah, Northwest Community College has their uh, uh, soiree, which is really kind of a kickoff 
and, and a viewing for the public for their new uh, Performing Arts Center, the Heinle Performing Arts Center. It's going to be on March 25th uh, in the evening uh, with Marty Stewart and his fabulous superlatives playing. Um, it's a black tie event. Uh, should be a great uh, event. So if you, could, I'm sure you can find that on the Northwest Community College Foundation's website. Their their social media is already and their social so, yeah. media is already out there. So if y'all would join in that, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you sometime very soon. See you in I guess hopefully March or April. Yeah, later March. But all right, thank you guys so much for visiting. Thank and, you for having us. Thanks. Of course, thank you for having us.